What up, young world? What up, young world? Welcome to episode number seven. Save on podcast. Save on legendary podcast. Um, it's been kind of a cloudy day. Shout out to my boy. Uh, shout out to my big brother Case. We went out. Um, he's doing his twenty fifth anniversary uh, here in Atlanta, uh, September twenty ninth. Uh, I think it's Thursday, tomorrow. So uh, look it up, man. Case, Mr. Touch Me, Tease Me, and a whole slew of other hits. Um, shit out for him uh, putting the picture of me and him on my birthday on his TV One Unsung episode. Uh, that legitimately is a TV One credit. Appreciate it. I need you to cut the check. Cut the check, baby. Come on, TV One. Yes, sir. Oh, man. We was out last night. We had a good old time. Um, but you know what? I was driving home, and uh, I had stopped to get some gas. And I look at my phone, and it's all of these, like, advertisements. Don't it seem like when you think about some shoes or think about some jewelry or something like that, they're like, we can read your mind. Pop-up advertisement. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every, it's kind of weird, you know. Um, but I don't need nothing. I might think about something, might speak it. I don't really need nothing. I got 35 watches and 65 hats and 150 shoes, you know. Why? I got a question. Why? Why, as Americans, are we never satisfied? That's the that's the topic for today. Why are we never satisfied? We need a new color. Then we get that color. Then they got it in, you know, a seasonal. And then it's all black. And then it's, uh, you know, the the Rockefeller edition. Then it's you know, you know, we gotta get bigger, faster. Um more powerful, more storage, a different color, uh, the breast cancer edition. You know, we're never satisfied. I can't be the only one that thinks this, right? Um, and I think, I think it's because of access. That's what I think. Man, when I was a kid, I had one pair of shoes for everything when I was a kid. There were some pro wings. <laughs> there were some pro wings. They were white with blue trim, blue wings and pro wings. And when it when it get cold outside, the, the sole on the outside at the bottom, the bottom would get hard because it was really, really cheap plastic. It would get hard and it sounded like I got on church shoes. And so I was 14 years old. Watch this. So... Uh, I got my first job. It was a summer job on an Air Force base at the commissary. A commissary on base is like a, a grocery store, right? And I worked in the meat department. I had to make four fifteen an hour, something like that. Worked all summer. And mind you, I was getting bullied. You know, they talk about these kids getting bullied today, and I ain't taking nothing away, but they talking about internet bullying and things of this nature. 
like that really goes on. But when I was a kid, it wasn't called being bullied for real. It was called part of your school experience, part of, you know, that experience of being a, a kid and, you know, and kids do kid stuff. And uh, needless to say, I got all kind of bullied in and fights and made fun of. Number one, because of my long ass fingers. <laughs> how dark, how dark I am. Uh, they say the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. I fought my whole school, had blood in my eyes from blood on my shoes. Now I'm a prize, licorice hue, brick strong. Mm, the ladies, they swoon. Mama said, glory got you surrounded. Uh. <laughs> uh, that was from my song, Black Coco. I'll play that later. Sorry. But anyways, I get made fun of. And so I had this job, commissary, meat department, freezing cold. Ne didn't know nothing about meat. Summer job. 4.15 an hour. By the end of that summer, I, I, I probably bought seven, eight pair of shoes. I spent every dime I had on a new pair of shoes. And ever since that moment in my life, I've never had less than a lot of shoes. And because I got made fun of, it wasn't fun being broke and being and living in the projects, you know, shout out to village road, Cordova courts, Oxford squares. Um, it's all in Clinton township, Michigan, just East of Detroit. So it wasn't fun being poor. And I vowed to never be put in a position where if something goes wrong with, with the thing that I have, I'm, I'm just ass out. I have nothing to fall back on. That's why I have a lot of everything. Most of the time I have more than one vehicle. Um, it's that's, I got more than one hookah. Like it's, it's pretty, it's, but why are we not satisfied? Mine comes out of fear, fear of being without, because I've been without <laughs> a lot. But I think it goes back to access. I think it goes back to access. Um, now you can have anything you want, any time of the day or night, anywhere almost, thanks to the internet. The internet, the great equalizer. And they just, we eat that shit up, man. We eat that shit up. Women, Heels, purses, bags, earrings, bracelets, bangles, necklaces, dresses. Oh, dresses. Shout out to uh what's the what's the what's the what's the the joint that all the girls get uh fashion uh what's it? Come on, y'all help me out. Comment below, help me out. Uh fashion something, something like that, where you get all your your, your stuff and it looks good on you, but it's not expensive. Oh, y'all, oh, that's a billion dollar I'm about to buy some shares. Of that company. As soon as I remember the name. <laughs> gluttony. I call it American gluttony. American gluttony. Man, listen. Me and my ex would go and spend. You know, we go to multiple stores. Uh, uh, Sprouts. Uh, Whole Foods, Costco, we'll go and spend $385, $400 on groceries. Now, mind you, it was just me and her at the time, right? Get home, unpack all the groceries, and then she'd be like, let's go get something to eat. Now, 
I'm like, <laughs> we just did a lot of it. Like, what are you talking about? You know, and my mentality was, that's crazy. The way I grew up, my mother, boy, uh, ain't no way. Boy, you better get out my face. All these ball, all these girls out and bought all this hamburger helper, all this tuna helper. Man, when I was a kid, the projects. I thought, I thought, I thought me and my sister did something right for us to get hamburger helper for dinner. We must have did something really right. It was, <laughs> and that, and that toy, that basketball, that football, that pair of skates, that hat, you know, that watch, whatever. What boy, we took care of. We took care of that thing. Then we, whatever that thing, our thing was. Man, listen, we would clean it. We would take care. We would we wouldn't drop it. We would take care because that's what it was ours. And it was the one of the one things we had that was our own. And we took care of it. Now, boy, I get a I get a I don't know a Ralph Lauren leather jacket. Wear it the same day I buy it. Time to shower. Time to change. I take it. Throw it on the seat. It might slip and fall on the floor. And I don't even care. I didn't care. That's what access do to us and make us not appreciate things. Not appreciate things. And you know what? It spills over, right? It spills over. It's not just material things. It spills over, man. It's, 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 it's to all aspects of our life. Don't even nobody want to work no more. We're so lazy because we got so much access. It didn't made us lazy. I'm sorry. The kids in this generation, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all are the, the laziest some of my bitches I done seen in, in a minute. A whole generation, it seems like. I could be wrong, but it seems like oh, this whole, I, boy, they do not want to work. And then they and if they do decide to go to work, they gonna tell you what the hell they not gonna do. They they ain't been there a whole week. Do what? Clean what? Oh no, I can't. Mm -mm. Why can't uh Vanessa do it? <laughs> Cause I didn't ask Vanessa to do it. You knew you doing it. They'll do it. Don't come to work the next day. They done. They'll never come back. They don't, they don't want it, man. They don't want it. They don't. And if they do want it, they want it to be just like instant, like powder, right? Just add, just add water. They want it to be instant. Instant. You can't even, man, I remember um, I needed uh, a DJ, when I was touring, when I was touring with um, Rakim. And I was looking for DJs, and I would hit up DJs that I know or whatever, and I would tell them the money was good. The money wasn't bad. The money was good. Travel paid for, hotel paid for, everything. Man, you know how hard it was getting a DJ? It's our whole culture right now. Don't want to work for nothing. Don't want to work. I'm surprised they chew food, motherfucker. <laughs> 
I got to chew it. I got to buy it and chew it. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. I can't. I'm leaving. Uh-uh. I'm going to McDonald's. They chew the food for you. <laughs> so lazy. What's wrong with y'all? Man, everywhere I look, every company's hiring. They cannot keep employees. Now, it's always been the saying, right? Uh, good help is hard to find, which is true. But they can't even hard to find. They can't even. Ain't nobody even applying. It's it's so crazy, crazy, lazy, crazy. They don't want it. And plus, you got these. You got kids on TikTok and and and, and kids on Instagram. These kids is clearing one hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year on social media doing nothing making us dumber than we was before we click play that's what they specialize in de-education <laughs> they make you dumber but they're brilliant kid the kids are brilliant for coming up with the idea and making monetizing it and 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 making it work for them that hats off these kids are way more technically advanced um, and educated and creatively uh, f- using the technology than, you know, the slightly older generation. And I do mean slightly. Do not let the gray hair fool you. I was going to shave this, man. I don't care what men say. Ladies, should I shave it? Like, I, I cut it down. Like, it's like a, almost like a 530, like a 535 shadow. It's not a five o'clock shadow. It's like more like a five thirty, five forty-five shadow. Should I shave it? You know, women say it makes you distinguished or this sexy or some be like, nah, get rid of that joint. I like smooth faces. You know, comment. Let me know what you think, ladies. How do y'all feel about men with beards? Everybody got a beard now. Everybody got a beard now. Only person that don't really got facial hair for real is Jay-Z. Uh, Jadakiss. Jay-Z and Jadakiss do not grow facial hair. Uh, shout out to my man, Thumbs. That's Jadakiss, right-hand man. Uh, shout out to uh, Lenny S. as Jay-Z, right-hand man. But them two don't grow no facial hair. How do y'all feel about men with facial hair? You know, some men can get away with it. It's like the ball. It's like the baldy, Right? Some men can get away with it. Some can't. Yeah, man. So Save Our Legendary Podcast, just to be clear, let's be clear. I focus on relationship type topics and things that surround, um, you know, thoughts, emotions. I, I try to make people, uh, you know. I try to say things that are thought provoking and bring up topics that are more thought provoking. Um, I have these conversations all the time. Like y'all don't even know my friends. I talk to on the phone, man, all the time. We we have deep, deep, deep. Another thing I focus on is independent artists. I'm an independent artist. Always have been. What is this thing about like independent artists? Um, they y'all still want to be on major labels. Y'all still want to do that? Y'all, listen, when I was coming up, we didn't have 
all the information and lectures and all on YouTube. We we didn't all now all you really have to do is Google and say, uh, um, how do I become a successful independent artist? And you will have a tutorial, somebody's blueprint to do it. Or maybe even better, what are the pros and cons of a major label versus being an independent artist? For starters, a, a major label is going to own you, your name. What does owning you mean? What does that mean? It means your name, right? So um, Notorious B.I.G., okay? Puff own that. Puff own that, okay? What does that mean? Owning a name, what does that mean? This is what it means. When you see Notorious B.I.G. in that way, and it's on a T-shirt or a hoodie or a hat or whatever merchandise is on. Did he get a cut for licensing the name to that manufacturer? That manufacturer has to pay a licensing fee to use that name on his merchandise to sell it and make a profit. I mean, of course, you got your bootleggers and things like that, you know, Puff don't know about. But if you get caught, that's jail time. Those are the rules. So they own your name. I own Savon. You can look it up. It's trademarked. These artists, do y'all even know that you don't, you're calling yourself this for years. You don't even own your own name. You go come across somebody like me, a businessman, you're going to blow up and then I'm going I'm to trademark your name and I'm own your name. And now you got to buy it from me, your own name. How do you get, how do you own your name? trademark look up trademarks and you can trademark your name okay that's the first thing i would do if you're serious about this start by owning yourself trademark your name a major label also not only do they own your name they own your likeness what the hell does that mean Savon? what is a likeness that means your face and everything surrounding your image, they own. Here's an example. If uh, you're famous and the label owns you, owns you, and you're standing out in the sun, and the sun casts a shadow on the ground, a photographer takes a picture of that shadow, and it's a shadow that's easily recognizable. Like if you've seen a silhouette of Biggie with his, you know, sunglasses on and his hat or whatever, or a Jay-Z silhouette, like they have a very distinct face. And if you could tell that is them in the shadow, that uh, photographer that took the picture of the shadow, they can't put it on that uh, T-shirt and sell it and say, you know, shadow of greatness on a t-shirt and have you know a silhouette of biggie's silhouette or shadow on it why because puff owned biggie likeness you got to pay a licensing fee to sell a picture of biggie's shadow not his face his shadow of his face that's likeness and they're going to take 70 to 80% of your publishing. What is publishing? Ownership. Publishing is the rights 
to maneuver and, and monetize the master recording. It's the rights to it. It's the ownership. They're going to own it. So you're in your room, in your studio, and you're writing this stuff. They Nobody was in the gym while you was practicing, in other words, right? It's just you. When you turn your album, they own it. And they should. Let me tell you why. First of all, you didn't have the money to put up for not just the production of the project, but the marketing, the marketing, the marketing, all most budget money go into marketing, 75, 80% of your budget go into marketing. Come on, y'all. You ain't got that money to compete. You got to have quarter million to compete with the big dogs, with the little babies. You got to have quarter million just in marketing. That's real. Kanye and them be having $2 million marketing, marketing budgets. That's why Kanye could swing from the damn ceiling and stay a, a week at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium like it's a, like it's a Sinesta suite. <laughs> that come out his budget. Artists, wake up. It's okay. It's 2021. We could do it on our own. Look at Tech 9 Look at Chance the Rapper, even though Chance the Rapper didn't do it all independently. He said he did, but he didn't. He had help from a major label. But all you need, honestly, I say all you need, like, <laughs> like this is easy to come by, is money. Money can get you the right people in place. Because people say you need a team. Well, you do need a team, but you can't just have uh, just people that say they know what they're doing, you got to have the best. You're trying to compete with the big dogs. You're trying to make it to billboard. You're trying to make some noise and make a living. Get your moms out the hood, you know, and get yourself out the hood and have some, give your kids. You got to start off with a solid foundation, homie. Have a dope woman. Yup, I fucking said it. Have a dope woman behind you. Behind every successful man is a woman that says, you got this, babe. I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but you a whole king. And you can do it. All you have to do is do it. And when times get hard and finances get down, she say, look, I believe in you. I'm going to give you half my income tax return. I believe in you. Or, you know what? I'm paying for this vacation so you can relax. And when we get back, you hit the fucking ground running and you show them who you are. You need a woman like that behind you because it get hard. Let me tell you something. In this industry, a lot of things going to happen. You're going to doubt yourself. You're going to cry. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose family members. You're going to doubt yourself some more. You're going to lose sleep. You're going to lose weight. That's not the right diet plan, by the way. Stress is not the, the correct diet plan. You're going to cry some more. You're going to lose money, son. You're going to lose money. You're going to lose your mind. But when you make it, and I notice I didn't say if, because the only people that fail are the people that quit. But when you make it, youngster, when you make it king, when you make it queen, 
it's all going to be worth it. All going to be worth it. All going to be worth it. When I got my first sync licensing deal, it was five figures. Okay. And I was just, it became surreal to me. Like you can actually, you know, everybody flash money and, you know, but I never had the money. Like, not like that check, not for music. Right. And not from any illegal. I don't illegal. Save on does not illegal, by the way, disclaimer. But when I got that check, it erased half the pain. It's kind of like having a baby. So painful. But then baby born, I just happy. That's what it was like. It was worth it. And I would do it again. All the years. Door slammed in your face. Nobody returned your emails. You know, let me tell you what's the worst part. Somebody notable listen to your song. You, you try hard to get a meeting. You try hard to get this important person to hear your record. And they hear it. And their response is so fucking neutral. Give me either jump for joy or tell me this shit is trash. But when they, the worst is when they be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. You didn't pay for to, to a meeting. You didn't pay for a flight. You didn't pay for a dinner. You didn't pay somebody to connect you with this person that can connect you with that person. They don't know all the hoops you had to jump through to get this meeting. Just for them to be like, yeah, keep doing your thing. I got to go. It's hard out here, man. It's hard out here. So that's why on my platform, Savon's Legendary Podcast, we're going to be transparent on here. We're going to talk about feelings, emotional relationships, the good, the bad, the ugly and I'm going to talk about indie artists because those are things I care about. Those are things I care about. Speaking of which, I'm going to interview this young man live in the flesh very soon. I'm going to play a single real quick so I can get a taste of my man. He's an up-and-coming artist. He goes by the name before I continue. Click like, thumbs up, subscribe, share. Come on, y'all. We got to run these numbers up. I'm working hard over here. Okay? Support me, please. I support you. Let me know. Uh, uh, you're selling beads. You're selling You're selling fish dinners, T-shirts, hoodies. Let me know. I support. I don't ask for support and not support. That is me. One more time. Click like, thumbs up, subscribe, share. This gentleman goes by the name of Ryan Fresco. He got a record he tested. Now, y'all tell me, comment. This is this is Sessions would say. This is where the audience gets to help these independent artists out. Okay? If you got some critique for them, if it's just a thumbs up, if, yo, I would buy that, or no, I don't really care for that. If you say you don't care for something, give, give him a reason. Comment below. Comment below. Comment below. His name is Ryan Fresco. He has a new record he's trying out. It's called Legend. Here it is. Hey. 
If I die tonight, I'm a legend So if you wanna try me, then forget it I love it when those numbers hit my account Cause if I get money, I'ma spend it If I die tonight, I'm a legend Never go, I won't let it I see you what I want and I go for it And it don't really matter how I get it Got a problem, then I won't forget it. Oh, oh, oh. So if you got beef for me, you better get it. Yeah, I get girl ain't friendly. Uh, her she like to cut like a deli. Uh, pull up in the old box Chevy. Uh, try that like Mario and Jetty. Uh, I be chasing paper like I'm Chevy. Cause if I get money, I'ma spend it If I die tonight, I'm a legend You can never go, I won't let it I see you what I want and I go for it And it don't really matter how I get it It don't really matter how I get it at all Always down to jump cause I'm willing to fall Shoot my jump shot, hit the bottle, yeah, it's wet Hit a big three like I'm playing for the next The way I'm setting up, got them really upset All these rappers flopping, so I had to call the tech They say that diamonds are a girl's best friend So maybe next year she be playing with my neck uh, Who is you? Ain't a friend, ain't a plate Don't pretend, uh, luxury, uh, like a bitch uh, Pull them out, uh, get in it It don't really matter what they think Smiling while I'm pouring up my drink Fresco. So what did y'all think about Legend? What did y'all think? Comment below, comment below. Um, this gentleman, um, he was on another radio show with me that I, 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 you know, promoted him. And I just like his go hard. Boy, go hard. He doesn't stop. And he going to get it right. He going to get it very right. Comment below. Help him out. Um, it's at his uh, Instagram is at Ryan Fresco. Uh, right here on the screen uh so yeah help them out also if you know an artist or producer um 
that want some shine, man, get on my platform. Right now I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Grind TV, which is a Roku TV channel. We're on TV. Um, Hot 365 Radio. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can get you some views, man. I can get you some looks. It's all about awareness. It's all about awareness. If you know somebody, DM me, message me. Okay? Right below is my at. Okay? At Save Our Music. I'm here to help. But I, you know what I like? I like I like that I told y'all, you got to have, especially for my fellas, you got to have a woman behind you when you're going hard at anything in life. Because I'm telling you, it is nothing more powerful than a praying woman. It's nothing more powerful than a supportive woman that really believes in you. Because when you win, she win. And she should win. She deserves it. These queens out here going through all this stuff just to be pretty for us. Just to be presentable for us. Supporting us. They deserve that win right with you. Right next to you. Not behind you. Not in front of you. Right with you. Because I'm telling you, without them. Ladies, we'll be lost in this thing. I don't care how tough, how alpha male. I'm an alpha male. I'm an alpha. Let me, let, let, real quick, side note. A lot of these dudes say they alpha males are not. They want to be alpha males, but they're not. Let me tell you what an alpha male is not. Alpha male don't need to tell people what to do. An alpha male don't have to be in charge. He don't got to be the loudest one or the most powerful one in the room. That is not an alpha male. Let me tell you what a real alpha male is. A real alpha male who lives his life in such a way that he desires to be in the position of making tough decisions when and if those times arrive. An alpha male is a man that can walk in a room and his aura, his zen, his essence alone sends frequencies out. People want to know who that is. They can feel him when he walk in the room. An alpha male is somebody who means what they say and do what they say they're going to do. And even if ain't nobody looking. An alpha male holds itself to high uh, integrity with a sharp, accurate moral compass. That's what an alpha male is. Telling nobody what to do. That's a boss. If you're a real alpha male, people already know what they need to do when you walk in the room. You ain't got to tell them. And if they don't, they're not ready. To be around the alpha male. And that's cool. Everybody ain't for you. That's another part of being an alpha male. You have to understand and own. Everybody is not for you. Everybody's not for you. And. I don't once again. I don't care. How much a guy. Acts like he's alpha male. And. It's so brazen and so tough. It is nothing more powerful than a woman that believes in you. It's something about a woman's voice. The supportiveness, that feminine, that feminine touch that believes in you with all your fucking flaws. And we are flawed. All of us are men and women. So let's give these women, these queens, and it don't matter your nationality at all. Queen, y'all queens. Y'all can give birth. 
That's some scary shit. That's some scary shit. So shout out to all the queens out there supporting a man that they really truly believe in. It's hard being a man in America, specifically a black man in America. It's very difficult. Do y'all y'all realize that black men are the most valuable? Right? And we are at the lowest, we're the the lowest on the totem pole. Every other group of people can get government grants and all that. No one cares about the American black man. We are literally, think about it. We're literally on our own in the eyes of the government. We're literally on our own. And I say we're the most valuable that's kind of misleading. I feel like we are, but I've been wrong before. This is why I feel like we are. We're the most feared. If we put our minds to things, we can excel in anything. From being an astronaut to a fireman to an entrepreneur to an entertainer to a politician. And some people don't like that. And I get it. They're fearful. The whole st- the whole deck is stacked against us, though. So if you believe in that man, whether you're black or white or Asian or Hispanic or Latino or um, Pacific Islander or, you know, whatever the nationality is, you support that man. Because I'm telling you, when he makes it. He going to give you the biggest hug and kiss and Mercedes. Don't quote me on a Mercedes. He, you know, I don't. You might have some cheap man. You might get that Rav Four, that new, that new big body Rav Four. <laughs> Shout out to Toyota. <laughs> but I'm telling you, and to go back to uh, episode six when I said, "Hey, you know what? To get a good man, loyalty, respect, honesty—those three things in no particular order—and that's the loyalty part. That's the loyalty part." Um, yeah, man. You know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to play a record called Woman that I wrote. Shout out to Xavier uh, Lewis, who sang on this. Um, shout out to Finley. Um, she sang on this. They killed it. I tried to write like a, a female and male duet. It's called Woman. And it's an old, it's an ode to women. Like, I see you. Thank you. And this is for y'all ladies. But y'all got to like, thumbs up, subscribe, and share this. All of those things. You don't get to choose. (laughs) I'm supporting y'all. I believe in y'all. I'm thanking y'all. I'm writing songs for y'all. Least you can do is click a couple clicks for me, right? Make sure you share it too. This record is called Woman. And it is on... Uh, I believe Stadium of Hearts 2 album. So if you want that record, Stadium of Hearts 2. Um, I'll put the link uh, for the album in the description of this video. Um, so here it is, your boy Savon. This record is called Woman. You would think I learned my lesson uh, and appreciate these blessings. Uh, but when you're working so hard, they all seem to relieve the stress uh, Whoever would have thought that back in 04 I'd be driving this car uh, I, I did, that's who, what's the hater, that's you My mind's made up, my boo, 
else I say? What I need from you is some romancing Then I walked in the house Bought us a drink Then I told her Cause when I'm not with you, girl, I can't stand it Took a bottle of rest Took upstairs and said You're the greatest gift to me. All I need. Hope that you're listening. No woman. I can't sing. That's why I hired singers. <laughs> but I did write it. Um. So yeah, man. Women, women, thank you so much. Kings, take care of them. Uh, we're not perfect. They are not perfect. As long as we all understand that we are all working on each other and working on ourselves. Uh, everything will work out and shake out the way it's supposed to shake out. So if you're an independent artist, uh, re please reconsider trying to get that Rockefeller logo next to your name or that Sony or that uh, Atlantic Records or, you know, uh, the, quad, the QC. I mean, just they're independent label, but they still, a lot of them move like majors. So just be careful. Do your due diligence. Look up the differences between staying independent and what that means. Uh, you get to own yourself. Because um, if you blow up and you own that master, you can, your whole, your kids can eat. Everyone can eat for long after you pass. They can still eat. That's what Nas did for his daughter, Destiny. So a lot of, um, you know, notable artists do for their kids. Uh, Rick Ross just gifted his son a whole Wingstop franchise store. What? I got a Spider-Man remote control car. <laughs> this dude is getting a whole restaurant that's already successful at 16, 16th birthday. You know what I got for my 16th birthday? A car. Let me tell you what kind. It was a 1986 Ford EXP. The entire, we didn't know it. The entire bottom was rusted out on some Fred Flintstone. Like I could have, 
You know how you walk a dog? I would have to walk my car home. <laughs> I, I had that. It was a stick. I didn't know how to drive stick. It cost a total of $650. I am not bullshit. Shout out to the boss. That's how you create generational wealth. He bought his son a restaurant that was already successful. Lord. Yeah, man. It's crazy. So crazy. So, yeah, man. So I hope uh, I forget the young man's name, uh, Rick Ross's son's name, but I hope he doesn't fall prey to what I talked about earlier. You know, you're going to be having some money come in with this restaurant. Don't fall for the American gluttony. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. What are we going to do about just being greedy, y'all? We just greedy, man. We can't get enough, man. This is how greedy we are. We'll buy a bigger crib. What we what do we do with, with like you know more more space right? What do we do when we have more space? Buy more things to fill up that space. More paintings because we got more walls. More shoes because we got more a bigger closet. Another vehicle because we got a three car garage or a two car garage. Hmm. More clothes. Now we got a big fancy refrigerator. Now we got more food that 70% of it gonna go bad before we get to it. Come on, y'all. Don't act like y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey man, I'm not better than foul. Like I'm I'm no exception. I fall for the fucking banana in the tailpipe too, pause. You know what I'm saying? I fall for the banana in the tailpipe too. Oh man. Shout out, shout out to um shout out to all the people getting the vaccine booster. What's up with that? That's to the toast to that. The vaccine booster. My thing is, if the vaccine work, what the hell I need a booster for? What are we doing? So y'all telling me, y'all like, uh, psych? Now you need a booster. Like, what are y'all telling me? I'm not going to get into the whole vaccine thing to each his own. Everybody got their own reasons for getting it or not getting it. And you're not wrong or right either way. People try to tell people what to do with their body and all of these type of things. But the thing is, somebody has to regulate that because, yes, you can do whatever you want with your body until it has the potential to affect other people in a negative way. Now, it's not just your body. Um, and your decision making, if it really affects people like that. I'm no doctor. I'm no doctor. So, um, definitely comment below a couple of things. Okay. Your homework assignment is once again, click like, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Um, also, comment below on my man Ryan Fresco's song, Legend. Let me know what y'all think. Help this youngster out. If you love it, tell him you love it. If you like it, tell him you like it. If you hate it, don't say I hate it. Say, and let's be a little bit more positive and constructive about it. Let's tell him why we may, you know, not like certain things. Let's help him out. Let's give him some real A&R help, right? Also, 
my song, Woman, My Ode to Females and Queens. Thank you so much, Queens. I expected let you let me know if y'all like that too. It's called Woman, Stadium of Hearts 2 uh, album, I believe. Um, This has been episode seven, Savon's Legendary Podcast. As always, peace, young world. Ready for Savon. You ain't ready. Ready for Savon.